0: Thank you for joining me for your weekly edition of Housing Crisis Update. In a week where evictions, child homelessness, and testy exchanges in the door dominated, it's Thursday, the 20th of December. I'm David Murphy. On Saturday, the St Vincent de Paul revealed that parents are going without food so they can pay moneylenders to cover Christmas presents. With about 350,000 using regulated moneylenders, one of the most well-known companies charges an interest rate of 187%. In an interview with Joyce Feegan at Breaking News, the St Vincent de Paul national director said the leading cause of this poverty and financial pressure came from the housing crisis, saying rents were soaking up incomes. On Monday, RTE News showed an interview with 16-year-old Lauren Hogan, a transition-year student living in a family hub who became homeless in the summer of 2017. The heartfelt video by Eleanor Mannion has been making a big impact online, prominently featuring in posts concerning the hashtag MyNameIs campaign to end child homelessness. RTE says the teen, her younger brother and mother, spent last Christmas in a hotel. Earlier this year, they moved in to a family hub. At the Irish Times, Fintan O'Toole is receiving plaudits for a powerful piece about child homelessness, saying, While one homeless child is a tragedy, 4,000 is a policy. O'Toole writes, While we are worshipping an image of a homeless child, almost 4,000 children in Ireland will wake up on Christmas morning in places that are not homes, a point beyond which no civilised society could go. On Wednesday, Leisha Nailen at Dublin Enquirer revealed that the founder of homeless and rehab charity, Tiglin Challenge, has been running a short term let's business through through Airbnb. The extraordinary story of Aubrey McCarthy and his business partner Darius Kazikavecius reveals his connection to 14 properties on the platform, some of which were listed at the same Dublin apartment complex as his charity's registered address, and likely in breach of planning law. The listings had been taken down by Tuesday night. For more on this story or any of the stories featured in today's podcast, visit murphythejournalist.com forward slash news. But the biggest story of the week by far came from Roscommon and rocked the country as Gardie continued to investigate an incident of criminal damage and assault, prompted by a forceful eviction at a farm near Strokestown. The property was repossessed last week over unpaid debts to KBC Bank. The bank had instructed a security firm based in Northern Ireland to forcibly remove two elderly brothers and their sister, along with the people who had turned up to support them. At least one family member suffered injuries, with a number of Gardaí present on the scene at the time. On Sunday, an excess of 70 people stormed the farm in the early hours of the morning. Eight people were injured and four vehicles were set alight with a dog also injured and put down at the scene. The McGann family during the week condemned all forms of violence and said they wanted to see the rule of law upheld, calling the events deeply distressing. In a statement published by the Longford Leader and made through former neighbour and Sinn Féin MEP McCarthy, the family criticised Antishuk for his comments in the Doll on Tuesday, describing them as a deliberate attempt to deflect attention from the very serious issues relating to their eviction. During Leader's questions in the doll, Antishuk had queried what he regarded as Sinn Féin's piercing. Darty's reticence to condemn the attack on the security personnel, saying it doesn't take long for your balaclava to slip. Leo, shade. During that session, Strokestown-based Fianna Fáil TD Eugene Murphy appealed for calm, saying we have to condemn all violence, but that this started with the eviction. Justice Minister Charlie Flanagan tried to point out the difference between a security firm with a court order and a vigilante group, but was warned by Sinn Féin TDs that's just the start of it. They went on to call for legislation that protects the people, not the banks. The reverberations since the incident continue, with independent TD Matty McGrath seeking a meeting with Garda Commissioner Drew Harris and KBC bank bosses saying that the issue of land and evictions in Ireland was too emotive. The Tipperary politician made the comments yesterday during what he described as an occupation of a KBC branch in Dublin city centre, alongside awfully independent TD Carol Nolan. In reporting later in the week, one of the security personnel was revealed to be 49-year-old debt collector Ian Gordon, a former British soldier. According to the Irish mirror, he had contacted his former colleagues a month before, urging them to travel to the Republic with a name-your-price offer. A former colleague said he thinks he's Rambo, calling him a joke. Writing for the Examiner's Reader's Blog, James Woods described Strokestown as the most shameful incident since Black Jack Adair's scourge of evicting tenants from his acquired lands on Donegal's Derry Bay Estate in April 1861. RTE is reporting that, as of yesterday evening, two people have been arrested in connection with the incident last Sunday, with Gardaí conducting a number of search-operations operations. In a series of video diaries on Facebook, Athlone community radio volunteer Anna Kavanagh reported on the events from Strokestown as they happened. Her videos have attracted nearly a million views so far. The family have since been readmitted to their home and Anna was there to greet them. She said that some of the rumours on social media, such as men standing outside the house armed with baseball bats, were absolute nonsense and tripe. And that's your housing crisis update for this week. We'll be taking a break next week for Christmas to come back fresh for the new year. Until then, have a pleasant break and see you in 20 2019.